for tuning in to another episode of the Tenkara Cast. I appreciate you guys coming back in. And if you've been listening to the episodes of the Tenkara Cast, you might know that the next few episodes are going to be a little bit different because, as I have announced on my last uh, episode, I am now in Japan. So I'm here on my annual pilgrimage to Japan to learn a little bit more about Tenkara, to bring Tenkara stories to you. Uh, just to kind of uh, understand a little bit more of the whole philosophy and just as always be deep into it. Uh, and people always ask me about my trips and I thought I'd kind of catalog the uh, the trips in the form of uh, short episodes from the road live as it happens. And today is my first day of actual fishing. Uh, so right here, right now in a hotel at the end of the day and I have a few minutes I decided to create a little podcast for you. So I'm here for about two weeks um, and I'm going to be trying to post episodes every two to three days just about things that I've learned, things that I've experienced, uh, different insights or just about the trip itself. Uh, For those of you who are interested in possibly visiting this part of the world, uh, for those of you who are interested in where Tinkata comes from and those stories and so forth. I'm going to be here for about two weeks. The next uh, four days, I'm going to be fishing Hokkaido, uh, the northernmost island in Japan, uh, the very big island when you look at a country, Japan. Um, After that, I'm going to be meeting up with Jeremy, our designer and the designer of my book, and we're going to be going around. So uh, stay tuned. I'm particularly excited about the uh, episodes that I'll be creating with Jeremy from the road. Uh, but I thought I would kind of start with a little introduction to this new series, uh, which uh, TJ's uh, suggestion, I'm going to be calling them the Japan Cast. So these are podcast episodes from the road. In any case, I uh, arrived in Japan about three days ago, uh, two and a half days ago, roughly. And I've uh, I spent about a day or a full day in Tokyo. Uh, with my wife and we were mostly just visiting some old friends uh, for a day just kind of hang out with them and use the day to kind of get a little bit of a head start on getting over the jet lag which is always kind of tough you know the first couple of days we always wake up at three in the morning for no reason and feel miserable in the afternoon so I wanted to have a little bit of that time before uh, the beginning of the fishing part of it. So a day in Tokyo, the highlight I'd say there was that my wife convinced me to go to the Owl Cafe, and uh, where it's a, it's it's exactly what it sounds. It's a cafe full of owls, and um, they're very cute and it's kind of cool. But the highlight of that was being able to take the feathers <laughs> off the owls as they, you know as the feathers were on the floor. And I gave those to Dr. Shigaki as a gift, and he was very stoked uh, to get owl feathers to tie his flies with. They're actually really nice feathers. Uh, so um, not sure if anybody has tied flies with owls, but uh, that's uh, that's going to be something that he's going to be doing pretty soon. Uh, after the day in Tokyo, my wife went up to Yamagata to visit her grandparents, but I went down to Nagoya to meet up with Dr. Shigaki. I uh, spent the evening at his house catching up with him and his wife. And then early this morning, uh, we flew to Nagoya. You know, we left his house at like 5.30, super early in the morning. Uh, had a little layover in Tokyo and then made our way up to Hokkaido. And the reason we're here is because Hokkaido is kind of like the wild country of Japan. It's uh, much less populated than the rest of Japan. 
It's also got some really nice rivers, uh, large and small, and a lot of large fish. Uh, so we're going to be going after some large trout here uh, during my time here, which is a little bit, uh, I mean, just for the fun of it, but also kind of goes to uh, disprove the myth that Japan only has small trout. So in my experience, uh, Japan has the same trout as we have anywhere else in America. Unfortunately, the culture of catching and keeping fish is really strong. So uh, I think people uh, people don't usually give trout a, a really nice chance to get big. Uh, they do get big in the mainland part of Japan as well. I have seen 20 plus inch trout uh, from some rivers in Japan. Um, but mostly they're kind of hard to find in the main part of the country. Up here in Hokkaido, uh, you can find a lot of them. So today we got in around 3 in the afternoon. Uh, we only fished for a little under 3 hours. And I'm here with uh, Dr. Shigaki and his friend Nakayama. Nakayama-san is a friend of his. Uh, first time that I'm meeting him. Uh, very experienced in kata angler as well. And uh, in those three hours, all of us caught a couple of fish. And every fish, except for one that I caught, every fish was over 20 inches. Uh, they're all very large fish. Uh, we are primarily catching a couple of different species here. One of them is the white-spotted char. It's a, uh, as it sounds, you know, as the name sounds, it's a char that has this big white spots on the body and I'll be sure to be sharing some photos on Instagram and our social media platforms and our blog as well as tenkariose.com forward slash podcast you're going to see one episode for the Japan cast or one page for the Japan cast and it's going to have all the episodes all the photos as I kind of go on with this trip so uh, we you know they I didn't catch any of the amemasu uh, the white spotted char uh, but they did, and they were beautiful fish, um, long, you know, big fish. Uh, they were kind of skinny, um, but I think that's uh, mostly what they are. I think they just don't tend to get a very fat fish. Uh, there is an abundance of food here, um, and I'll talk a little bit more about that in a second. So that's what we did this afternoon, um, and I got some beautiful footage of that. I didn't fish a whole lot because I wanted to get some videos uh, to share with you later. Um, so I did get some beautiful video of them catching some large fish, and that's going to come up pretty soon. Uh, take a look, too, on our Instagram account. If you don't follow us, Instagram has a new feature uh, called uh, IGTV, Instagram TV. And I'm uh, in the process of editing a little video to, uh, to post there as our first debut video for IGTV. Uh, and that's going to show some of the fish that we caught on our, our first day. And one of the coolest things that I saw today too was, you know, as soon as we arrived, there's this incredible hatch of uh, very, very large mayflies. They were probably size four, uh, like a beige tan kind of color, a very light color. Uh, and they were just going off the hook. I mean, they were just flying up and and they would probably, they were mostly, for the most part, land on the branches and go right underneath the foliage. And it was the largest, most prolific hatch I've ever seen in Japan. Um, the, Japan does get hatches as well, but I've never seen anything quite like it. Uh, the fish were, we were catching them on the surface, um, primarily using just regular Sakasa Kebari, the reverse hackle style flies. Uh, 
but not seeing a ton of rises. And uh, so that was kind of interesting. There was all these mayflies going up and down, but not a ton of splashes, some, but not a ton. And um, as soon as I started seeing those large flies, I just put on a uh, Oki Kebari, the size eight uh, Tenkara flies that I often tend to favor anyways. And I caught a rainbow trout that was probably 21, 22 inch uh, in length. Took me a little while to bring it in, about two minutes. Actually, uh, the whole thing got caught on video um, by uh, Nakayama-san. And it was a little under two minutes to land it, but it felt like a long time. <laughs> um, it was just a very large fish, very, very powerful. In terms of the equipment, um, I, as usually uh, is the case with me, I'm using a Ito. Um, with a line a little bit longer than a rod. You'll see some photos of uh, the kind of environment that we're fishing here. And that worked uh, very well. Now, just to kind of, uh, you know, I wanna make sure to share things that I learn as well as uh, things that I experience. Um, and in terms of, I'll talk about a couple of things that just kind of came to mind in terms of visiting Japan. Um, um, because I do always get asked those questions, how to get around and so forth. Uh, so mostly, you know, most people are going to come through Narita and I forgot how expensive the train ticket is, the Narita Express is to get from, uh, the airport to like downtown. It's about $30 or so, uh, to get to the central part of Tokyo. Um, you get to the airport, people are super friendly, super, uh, helpful. So you can get around no problem. And as I've done in the last couple of trips, I've uh, been renting a hotspot. Usually I go to like japanrail.com or something like that. Uh, and I rent a hotspot, which comes down to, I think like a little under $8 a day or just about $8 a day, I believe is what I paid. Uh, and that gives me unlimited internet. Um, and I like that as opposed to like swapping SIM cards and that kind of thing, because then I can connect my computer my wife's computer without being dependent on my phone uh, remaining alive and full and that kind of thing. So that's kind of a couple of things that come to mind in terms of traveling to Japan. In terms of fishing, nothing really different. Um, all of our fish that we caught today were on the surface. Uh, the large rainbow that I caught was just on my second cast and I um, cast on the other side of some currents, keeping the line, keeping the line off the water, and um, the fish took almost immediately. And I caught another fish too called a ugui, which coincidentally um, was actually the very first fish that I caught in Japan on my first trip back in 2008. Uh, and the ugui kind of reminds me of the fall fish that um, I've caught out on the eastern part of the United States. Uh, a little bit like a chub, almost uh, skinny, kind of long. I'm not sure what family it is on, but it kind of reminds me of those. Um, but that's it. Mostly this episode is kind of an announcement of the series of the Japan Cast series of uh, podcast episodes where I'm going to be sharing insights and learnings from the road every two to three days. Um, next couple of days is going to be Hokkaido, so look out for another update uh, probably at the end of the, my stay here in Hokkaido, and I'll have a lot more to talk about. After that, I meet up with uh, Jeremy, and I'm going to be taking him to some of my favorite spots in Gifu, uh, which is mostly the Japanese Alps between Tokyo and Osaka. Uh, and we're going to be seeing a lot of really cool things and try to create a couple of episodes 
uh, together. So stay tuned for those as well. And most important, keep an eye out on our social media uh, because I'm going to be sharing a lot of Tenkata stories from the road as I go. So Instagram is going to be an easy one for us to share uh, Instagram stories and photos. Um, so stay tuned on those channels if you're interested in learning, learning a little bit more about what I experienced in Japan, what I learned when I come and visit and so forth. And do if do let me know if you have any questions. Uh, if there's anything you'd like to have me cover in the next two weeks, uh, drop a comment on social media um, or maybe like the the better channel might be just uh, the podcast um, page you know if you go to tenkaryosei.com forward slash podcast i'm gonna have one page for all the japan cast episodes that might be a place that i i will check a little bit more often but yeah just let me know what you'd like to see uh, as i'm here in japan anything you'd like to have me find out and so forth um, but otherwise just stay tuned for some videos i'm going to be sharing one pretty soon here on uh, Instagram. So Instagram just rolled over this, rolled out this uh, new feature called IGTV, the Instagram TV. Um, and I'm editing a video for that. Um, primarily, it's going to be the highlights of the first day, first day or two. Uh, we'll see how it goes tomorrow. Uh, but stay tuned on social media for more cool updates and some photography that I'm doing on the road. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in and for continuing to listen to the Tenkata cast. Um, let me know if you have any comments, questions, and I'd love to have a review from you. Those reviews on uh, iTunes especially are always super helpful. So I appreciate all of you who have taken the time to give me a little review. Um, those are helpful to have people learn about this podcast so that uh, I can continue making more. I think it's just energizing to see people are listening to it. So thanks for tuning in. And until a couple of days from now, when I'm going to create another episode for you from Hokkaido, Japan. And I'd like to extend a special thanks to Nikogawa Takenobu for allowing us to use his music on his podcast and our videos. This song is called Deeper Than a Vine, and you can check out his music at takenobomusic.com or also look up our new playlist in Spotify, Tenkara Tunes, and you'll find a lot of his songs in there. 